the strength of our hearts, our portion forever and ever. Lord, you are our hope of glory. In the name of Jesus, we bless you. We worship you. We adore you, Lord. Jesus, you are Lord in this house, in this church. We worship you, Lord, with all of our hearts. Because you deserve the glory and honor forever and ever. Thank you, Lord. Woo! Thank you, thank you, thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you. Thank you so much, sweetheart. That was beautiful. I love that song. Beautiful, beautiful. The strength of our hearts. Actually, we are experiencing a heavenly joy, right? <laughs> heavenly joy is exactly what the Lord declares in one wonderful passage of the scripture that we are going to reflect this morning. The portion is located in the Gospel of Luke, chapter 15, and we are going to read from verse 1 through the verse 10. And we read in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Many tax collectors and sinners came to listen to Jesus. Then the Pharisees and the teachers of the law began to complain. Look, this man welcomes sinners and even eats with them. Ooh, <laughs> what a complaint, right? <laughs> then the Lord Jesus told them this story. Suppose one of you has 100 sheep, but one of them get, gets lost. What will you do? You will leave the other 99 sheep there in the field and go out and look for the lost sheep. You will continue to search for it until you find it. And when you find it, you will be very happy. You will carry it home, go to your friends and neighbors and say to them, be happy with me because I found my lost sheep. In the same way, I tell you, heaven is, ha is a happy place when one sinner decides to change. There is more joy for that one sinner than for 99 good people who do not need change. Suppose a woman has 10 silver coins, but she loses one of them. She will take a light and clean the house. She will look carefully for the coin until she finds it. And when she finds it, she will call her friends and neighbors and say to them, be happy with me because I have found the coin that I lost. In the same way, it is a happy time for the angels of the Lord God when one sinner decides to change. Friends, it is absolutely ridiculous, this kind of complaint. He welcomes sinners and even eats with them. What kind of complaint is that? And I'm talking about Pharisees, people that belonged to the synagogue. They were leaders of the religious world at this point. It is just ridiculous. You know, welcoming sinners and eating with them? Now, obviously, the nature of this complaint was absolutely erroneous. But you know what is interesting? Today is exactly what we see. Let's suppose myself as a pastor one day is hanging out with certain individuals that their behavior is not precisely the best behavior in town, right? 
and I am in a restaurant hanging out and eating with them, some people might say, look at this pastor. He is hanging out with sinners, and he is eating with them. That's not good. What about his reputation? Right? The same thing can happen to you. The same thing can happen to you. You are a believer. You love the Lord. You come to worship the Lord. You are part of the church. And you just love that feeling. But one day you decided to hang out with some friends. But they are not necessarily good people, right? And they behave in a certain way. And they, they use certain kind of language. And they, they do things that you disapprove. But you are hanging out with them. And you are eating with them. Or imagine this, somebody will say, what is he doing with these people? That is not right. That is just not right. And can happen to anybody. But we need to see the heart of our Lord. His heart was for those who were lost. You know, in this story, actually there are two stories, right? One story is a man with sheep, and the other story is a woman with coins. Right. It says, the Lord says that that person lost the sheep. A sheep was lost. A coin was lost. But both things, the sheep and the coin, belonged to the person that he's talking about. You see that? You, me, everybody else, initially we belonged to the Lord. He loved us. But for some reason, we got lost. I remember myself, my personal story, you know, being, being a little kid going to church. And, you know, it was fun. And uh, being the oldest of six children, oh, you cannot imagine how much fun is that in a house. Of course, not for my mom. <laughs> for her, it was a nightmare, maybe some days, right? Imagine how kids can drive you crazy, right? But we are six kids. And my dad said, it's time to go to church. And he said to me, I want you to take your, your siblings to this church. And it uh, seems like since I was a little boy, I was kind of a pastor, right? <laughs> because there, there is me with these other five kids behind me, you know, walking to that church. I was in church. Then in my summertime, going to the coffee farm in West Guatemala. I remember every night going to church because that was the the custom there in the coffee farm. There was no other thing to do. <laughs> so every night we go to church to sing the same songs over and over. And you know what happened to me when I became a teenager? Oh, I did bad, bad decision. I made a bad decision. I decided to go to experience the world. I got lost in the world. And some of you probably understand what I am talking about. You didn't want it to do bad things, but you just did it. And eventually you are lost. But I love very much this passage because it tells us that in his mercy, the Lord saw me and said, I want you back. It's exactly what he is doing with us and he has done to you and to everybody. He sees us with eyes of love and he says, I want you back. And he goes and searches for that one, you know? And he says that this person was looking for the lost sheep. 
looking for. Now, the two examples, sheep and coin, have to do with money, right? And you tell me if you will not look for something that you treasure. You will. <laughs> I know you will. Have you seen this $100 bill that I left here on the nightstand? Which, which 100 bill? I don't remember. What, what, what are you talking about? I left, I left this bill here. Maybe it's underneath the, the nightstand. And we go, right? And then we take all the, the stuff from the bed, the comforter, the sheets, and move the pillows. And we're just looking for that bill because we care for money. Well, that is what the Lord does with souls. He's always, always looking for the lost sheep. He has that desire. And he will not stop. You know that? He will search for it, for that lost sheep, until finds him. And that is the Lord's heart. He will look for and continue searching and searching until he finds the lost sheep. That is the Lord's heart, my friend. Do you know why we are in the kingdom? Because he was looking for us. He was searching. Can you imagine that? Can you picture that? Imagine. Doing, can you picture that yourself? You, Lord, looking for me? Dwayne, where are you? Angie, where are you, Angie? And he was looking for you, searching, searching, searching. And so many things happen in our lives, right? Many, many things. But he doesn't stop searching for us. That is what he does. And when he finds that lost sheep, that is the moment of his greatest joy. Finally, he says, Shar, I found you. I found you. This is my happy moment. You know, then the other passage says that the lady was so excited about it. She wanted to go and share with everybody, I found the lost coin. It's exactly what the Lord does. <coughs> if only you could see the reality of the Lord looking for you, searching for you. It doesn't matter how big the problem is. It doesn't matter how many bad things have happened to you. It doesn't matter. He keeps searching and searching and searching. And then he finds you, right? He says, okay, I got you, Rory. You are mine. And what is what he does? He will carry you home. He goes and searching for you. He finds you, and then he brings you back home. Because home is a place of safety, right? It's where we belong. It's where he is going to give us the love that we need. That is the Lord's heart. He finds you to bring you back home. And I know some people like to listen to the podcast and other people like to watch the video and they say, I like that, makes me feel good. And, and 
probably that's your case. You are thinking, well, I, I, I like to hear this story, yeah? But you know what? The story is not finished. <laughs> the story is in progress. Why? Because it doesn't end when you are found. The next step is he will bring you back home where you belong. The other 99 sheep were there waiting. But the, the men brought that one back home to make him part of the flock. Are you probably the lost one today? Maybe deeply in your heart you are wondering, am I really saved? Do I have really eternal life? Some people wonder for many, many years about it. And they wonder, should I do this? Should I do that? Do I need to do this? Do I need to do that? <laughs> right? How can I make sure that I do have eternal life? Right? Many, many people wonder about it. But we know what the scripture declares. Declares that when we put our faith in the name of our Lord Jesus, we will be saved. And not just you, but everybody else in our home. Because that faith that comes to us, that right now is happening. You know, the Holy Spirit is moving in this sanctuary. The Holy Spirit is moving through the voice of the preacher. The Holy Spirit is touching right now hearts. And that voice, the power of the Holy Spirit that comes to you, it's transformed into faith. It's the miracle of faith. Faith that comes to us because we are hearing God's word. Because when we hear that message of salvation, it's just fabulous. And we get this delicious feeling in our souls. It's like refreshing. And we say, wonderful. That faith that grows in our hearts. And then we can see clearly the revelation that Jesus is the Lord. And then we don't have any more questions. We don't need to continue searching for answers about, should I go to this particular place or this other place? Or We know that the solution to our questions has arrived in the person of our Lord Jesus Christ. Knowing that he loves us so much, we are back home. <laughs> then he, he says, the Lord Jesus says, if you found that lost sheep, I know what you will do is you will go to tell all your friends, come and be happy with me. Right? So some of us, we already have salvation. We already are saved. Us, we are part of the family. The question is, hear me out, please. Do you experience happiness when you hear that somebody got saved? Do you really rejoice when you see someone becoming a believer? Or you are kind of indifferent? You are like, great. <laughs> you know? But it's like if somebody tells you, uh, they open a new such and such restaurant in town, and you go, great. Sometimes, friends, we just 
forget what is the main objective of the church. We forget about it. We cannot afford forgetting this truth is that we should rejoice every time someone gets close to the Lord and becomes a believer. And really rejoice in that. You know, it's not just what we experience, but also what angels experience out there in heaven. Can you picture that for a second? Let me take you in this imaginary trip to heaven. There is a holy throne. The good Lord is in his majesty and splendor. They're surrounded by angels and all kind of beings singing to him. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. Glory and splendor. The magnificence presence of the Lord there shining. He is the light. And the angels are there. And then there is an announcement. And the announcement says, someone got saved. James got saved. The angels rejoice and they are just happy. And the Lord is smiling and he is rejoicing with everybody else because he says, it was worth it. It was worth it. The Lord Jesus gave his life just to save us. And all that happens when one sinner decides to change. With one sinner. You know, all the objective that we have in our churches is to see that miracle. One sinner deciding to change. And I want to tell you one story. It's a beautiful story. It is about a moment when this preacher was preaching the gospel in a place. And he is talking to the audience about the sacrifice of the Lord Jesus. And there was one individual that was sitting there in the audience. And this particular individual came to this meeting because somebody was forcing him to come. <laughs> he didn't want it to come. Somebody invited him, but kind of uh, besides persuasion, it was more than a persuasion. He was kind of forced to come. And this guy was sitting there listening to the preaching of this preacher. And he heard, there is joy in heaven when one sinner decides to change. I was there. I saw the men sitting there without anything else but the sound of the piano. In one particular moment, this man stood up. And everybody just turned to look at him. What is he doing? <laughs> Everyone is wondering, what is he doing? Why is he standing? And then he decided 
to walk. And I started to go towards where the preacher was. So the preacher stopped talking and just looked at him. This man walked slowly towards where the preacher was. And as he continued walking, tears started to come down through his eyes. The preacher knew it. The congregation knew it. What was happening? This man was giving his life to the Lord. He continued walking and got closer and closer. And eventually, he was there. And without any invitation from the preacher or anything like that, this man just went on his knees, lift up his hands, and said, I surrender. I surrender. And he said, Dear Lord, I need you in my life, that I am that one lost sheep, and I need you in my life. When he says that, the preacher just get closer to him and put his hand on his head and said, I see that you repent from your sins. And he says, yes, sir. I confess my sins. My life isn't it good. I need forgiveness. Can I be forgiven? The preacher said, of course. Do you believe that Jesus is the Son of God? Yes, sir, I do. I impart you the forgiveness of your sins in the name of Jesus. You are forgiven. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, you may have eternal life. Amen. Immediately his face changed. It was not anymore that sad person with tears. Now his eyes were big and his face was shining because he was lost but in that moment, he became a new creation in Jesus' name. The Lord God Almighty saved him. And that's why we all can say the same thing, right? I am forgiven and saved by faith in Jesus. This year, I will become more spiritual. And we are going to enjoy a beautiful song and just continue worshiping the name of our Lord Jesus. Wonderful name. Amen. <laughs> 